You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Can't get enough of Boomer and Carton in the morning. Al Dukes and Jerry Recco are here with some sports news and updates they didn't have time to cover. Here we go. It's the Boomer and Carton Postgame Show with Al Jerry. All right, on the podcast on a Tuesday. What's well, by the way? Did you see? Hi, Al. How are you? Oh, hi, Jerry. Did you see outside? Did, did you do the meter at ten o'clock? I did the meter. Yeah. What a disaster out there with the double parking. Uh, always. I I always said this about New York City streets. No matter how many lanes there are, like you might get a four lane street, which I think we have out there three lanes, right? Or four lanes. Uh, people will always double park until there's just one lane. It's brutal. They'll just keep parking until there's just one lane for traffic to get through. It's kind of like a snow blizzard. Right. Just plow a lane and there's no problem. No problem. People will sit Terrible. there, the food trucks, Jerry. This was worse than I've ever seen, though, because it literally sorts. was double parked the whole length of the street. Yeah. I always like trying to get out of there when like trying to then oh. leave the parking. It's always a whole scene. And then you get the big truck that's trying to deliver food and yes. there's no one in the truck. No one in a truck uh, because there's nowhere for them in the park either. Awful. That might be the worst job ever, having to be a truck driver in New York City and trying might... to find the place to park and then make your deliveries. What Drone deliveries. That's what we need now. Drone deliveries, in Jerry. Manhattan. And this brings me to my first story, Jerry. Yesterday we did uh, we did the topic of uh, Craigslist, selling things on Craig, Craigslist yeah, yeah. or yeah. the Let Go app. Right. And I was saying how uh, you never know who you're making an exchange with. And how dangerous it could be. Sure. Well, an alert Twitter uh, follower and um, podcast listener. Can you just push that door all the way shut? Oh. It's shut. All right. Got it. Uh, uh, Jerry, quickly, alert the engineer soundproofing for the studios. Yeah. I mean, why would we do that? Um, So somebody sent me this uh, article in the Asbury Park Press about a safe exchange place. Church? Not a church. It's in the... uh, the township of Brick. Okay, where I used to live. Uh, down there. The township has opened a safe exchange zone for online purchases, making swaps, and custody exchanges. Oh. Right? So that there's yeah. no fighting when you're dropping off your kid to your other, the other parent right. for the weekend or something. The police department announced this. The area is behind the township municipal building near an entrance to the police department and will be under 24-hour surveillance. That's great. I love this idea. So you're going to start doing that in brick? Yes. The zone will comprise two clearly marked parking spots at the township facility, according to a statement from the police captain down there. So I like that. It says uh, police made a series of recommendations for these exchanges, Jerry, if you're ever selling things on Craigslist. Uh, let a friend or family member know that you're going to make an exchange. I think that's awesome. That way, if you don't disip- if you disappear, they'll know uh, what you are up to. <laughs> know who you are dealing with. Look into the seller's background. 
Google them. Try to complete all transactions during the day. Of course. Smart. Right. Never invite strangers to your home or agree to meet them at their home for your Craigslist purchase. You're kidding. That's smart. Uh, do not agree to a transaction if the other party refuses to complete the exchange in the safe exchange zone. <laughs> Sadly, it's common sense, and yet a right. lot of people don't use it. That'd be great to be like, mm, I'm not that interested in going to the safe exchange zone. How about the back alley behind Pathmark? And remember to bring a cell phone in case of emergency. Yeah, like a guy pulls a knife on you. Right. So there you go. So have uh, you started putting stuff on the Let Go app? Uh, I have not, because I'm still not comfortable doing Even that. with the safe zone? Yeah, even with the safe zone. Wow. All right. Well, I think I'm still out, too. But uh, nice job by Brick. Now, is Brick a, a city or a township? Brick Township. What's the difference between a city and a town? The I amount of the population? Great question. Is yeah. Brick nice or not nice? Brick is awesome. I've heard that uh, Brick uh, is very nice. Well, I've it's al- huge. I've also heard Brick called uh, Brick Tucky. Okay. Like it's the Kentucky of New Jersey. I think they mean that as an insult. I would think probably so. Brick is, is really big, though, Al. Not nice to the people of Kentucky if you're using their state as an insult. Uh, all the places I've been in Brick seem very nice. It, it, listen, I was there for three years. I loved you it. You were. I actually did not want to leave, but it was too far. You were forced out? Kind of what, yeah, by my sleep patterns. Oh, I thought the police had asked. Uh, well. We're going to need you. They did not force me out that way, no. I just, was, you're, you were too far for a commute. Uh, yeah. 70-something miles each way? Each way. Each way. Wow. <laughs> Well, where are you in Spring Lake Lord. when you come in on Sunday nights? You're right. It's a you're right. It's, it's not a, that's not seventy two miles, but I bet you it's sixty five. Yeah, it's, it's not that far. Yeah, you're right. It's like sixty five miles. Because I was literally a half mile off exit no, maybe a mile off exit ninety one, but took yes. two minutes. Um so I mean you're going to Spring Lake, you're getting off ninety eight probably and driving. Yeah, and anybody driving anywhere south in New Jersey now that the summers hit? Uh, going going south on a Friday, you're, it's a disaster. This Just is like, where we will see Al's ass through the door at 10.01, faster right. than Craig and Boomer on a Friday now. Absolutely. And just like uh, people on Long Island, if you're going east towards uh, the bougie areas. You know what's interesting? Traffic. Is Thursday night rush hour has become worse going down to the Jersey Shore than Friday night has. People taking the Fridays off? It seems like that's become the trend, yeah. yeah. Take as many Fridays off as you can. Because I'm with... Like, I think now, when we're starting to look at the summer schedule, if I have a choice, Friday or Monday, I want Friday off. Monday, to me, just has a feel for it, whether I'm off or not. It sucks. So I'd rather be off Friday, get the weekend started earlier. Sunday is Sunday, and you go back to work Monday morning. No, see, to me, Friday has such a fun feel that I don't mind going to work, because I'm like, it's Friday, holla. Yeah, I guess. I'm I'm, I'm opposite. Monday seems like a useless day. Useless. Whether you're at work or you're not at work. Jerry, are you familiar with a porn star named Aurora Snow? Aurora Snow. She I was am in not. an era before uh, porn was free everywhere. I am not familiar. Uh, so she's probably our age? Uh, I, no, she's younger than us. Oh, younger sure. than us. Well, what, what, younger what? than us for sure. But I'm just saying she was um, she was popular probably 10 years ago. Okay. All right. Aurora Snow. Can I Google her oh, on my phone? Oh, you can Google her, Jerry, certainly. She was, let's see. Oh, she was a porn star between 2000 and 2011. Her, no, she doesn't come up. She. How are you spelling Aurora? A-U-R-O-R-A? Yeah. Snow. Snow. S-N-O-W? Yeah, she has to come up. She was very popular. Oh, there she is. 
Anyway, I'm not familiar with her. She now does a, uh, she has a, she contributes to a website called The Daily Beast. She looks like a young girl. Under her stage name. Okay. And she's interviewed many people in the porn business. So she talked about the time when she revealed to her father. Oh boy. That she is Aurora Snow, porn star. Her name is Rebecca Kensington. All right. How'd that go for her? Actually, she was shocked. She said, Dad, how did you feel when you heard I was Aurora Snow? Silence ensued. She's 36, by the way. Then came an answer that blew her away. Quote, I was proud. Really? Mm -hmm. Wow. He admits to being initially angry when he found out she was Aurora Snow. Well, yeah. But then became proud and told his friends, are you familiar with the porn star Aurora Snow? Yes, they said. That's my daughter. He's proud of her because he said he would have liked to have made hundreds of thousands of dollars having sex. I'm sorry. There is... If I had a daughter, I don't know how I could ever have that Yes, opinion. I agree. What about a son? Like, I couldn't even imagine no. my son doing it. No way. Here's an answer from uh, her dad when she said, how did you handle that when you found out? Uh, when they'd say, how do you feel about your daughter being a porn queen? I'd ask them how much money they've made having sex. None, they'd say. They'd have to pay for it, actually. So I'm like, okay, you'd pay for it. And my daughter makes hundreds of thousands of dollars having sex. So come on, if you could do that, wouldn't you? That shuts them up. Very proud of you. Well, you know what? Good for him. Good for her. Fantastic. She's mm-hmm. made a living. Great. She has made a living, and she's uh, she's a contributor now to the Daily Beast. How long? Is a serious question for like a an adult film star. All right. Or, I mean, we call them star. I mean, they're stars, Jerry. Right. How long after they finish all their acts? Yes. With God knows how many different people. Mm-hmm. Do they feel like they are free and clear of any sort of disease or virus or something like that? Like, um, do you know that? I mean, are there diseases or viruses that can stay dormant in you for I, years? Or, mm-hmm. or do you think a That's year a out, question. if you're kind of good, there's no issue? I would think I'd be comfortable three years out. Three years yeah. out. Which is a long time. But you're right. I feel, I'd feel pretty good a year out. But well, I feel agreed. super confident three You think you're going to the doctor like every two months just for checkups? I think you go every six months for your checkup, just like you go for your dental exam. We're supposed to go every six months? No, but if you were in the porn industry for 10 years, I would. Mm. I saw a, uh, I told you this, I started to tell you this this morning, health.com on Twitter, I follow, really uh, a great follow if you're into um, anything, whether it's uh, your sexual life, the way you like to eat, uh, the your exercise, just the way you live your life. And there was one they put out on Twitter yesterday uh, that was the pluses and minuses of anal sex. I see. And uh, Or I guess, no, I guess it was the three things you should know about having anal sex. Okay. And that was, the first one is that it's wonderful for the woman if she enjoys it. Very pleasurable. All righty. But then the next two, not so good mm-hmm. about the uh, tears to the anal wall. All righty. Uh, that can certainly cause Probably a lot avoid of that. problems for certainly. the female. And then uh, the uh, fecal incontinence. Got it. So those two things. That seems kind of disgusting. I would say those two things outweigh the first <laughs> you pleasure. <think>? Yeah. <laughs> Especially for the guy. Yeah. Did you imagine that? Oh. I think that's how you know you're a mature adult is when you can delay pleasure 
for knowing what the consequences are of that. What do you mean delay? What does that mean? Well, I'm saying like, so you become an adult, like as an, you can consider yourself an adult when if you're married and a really hot chick really comes on to you and you know that those moments of pleasure will not outweigh the guilt and the hurt that sure. you will provide another. When you're able to make that decision and you don't take the pleasure first, that's when I think like people have matured. So it's not when I can go in and buy a pint of Majorska. No. Got it. No, it's when you can make the decision of this sounds very pleasurable in the moment, but in the long run, this is going to hurt me. Not when I can be given a rifle and be dropped from a helicopter right. in the deserts of Afghanistan to go fight terrorists. Correct. Not an adult. Not an adult. Got it. Child. Well, still possibly a child. Until you By the can way, you are right when you talk about some of these poor 18 and 19-year-olds. Yes. Unbelievable. Yeah, that's trouble. I say, listen, if you go into the military, you should be able to drink whatever you want. I agree. Whatever you want. 100% I'm with You'd you. You'd be like, I'm one. sorry, it's, this is 21 and over. Oh, I'm sorry, I'm in the Marines. Right this way, sir. <laughs> I agree. <laughs> you want your freedom? Give me a beer. <laughs> Governor Christie should pass that through. I'm going to text him. I had a great idea how you could become more popular. You let military people drink at 18. If they want. If they want. Give them that right. Right. All right, we're back. I say we're back because Al has gone uh, from studio to studio. Yes, I, we just disappeared so I could do the winds update and everything. And uh, now we're back in the Boomer and Carton studio. Why don't you include those winds updates here in the podcast? I could do that. Here, professional Jerry doing 10-10 Last night at the stadium, Yankees sports. beat the Royals 4-2. Home runs for yeah. D.D. Gregorius and Brett Gardner. Michael Pineda was fantastic. Right. NBA's Western Finals. Oh. Warriors just blow Maybe out not. the Spurs tonight. Cavs, is that enough? Yeah, that's plenty, Jerry. Sports 15-45 and 45 around the clock. Ooh. Jerry Recco, 10-10 wins. Sports. sports. Jerry, here's something where I, I right. don't think you would be interested in this. I'm not interested in it. But they could definitely do this in New York if they wanted this to. This is not another Aurora snow story. It is it? not. Okay. This is uh, this does not uh, fall into the porn category. This falls into the rat category. Oh, back to the rats. We have certain subjects, Jerry, that we deal with a lot. Pornography, uh, bathroom issues, and rats. Okay. So this falls into the rat category. All right. There's a place called the Rat Cafe in San Francisco. Really? Yep. Uh, well, the Rat Cafe is a place where you go eat lunch or dinner and rats are walking around the restaurant. This is appealing to people. This is appealing to some people. They're, well, they're, they're going to test it out to see if it is appealing to people. Okay. Now, these are not your regular street rats that are filled with disease. Right. These rats came from an organization called Ratty Rats. A nonprofit rescue organization for domestic pet rats located in Northern California. Pet rats. Pet rats. Well, they're rehabilitated pet rats. Rehabilitated but, from what? Broken legs? What does that mean? It's a fair question, Jerry. I don't know. <laughs> Maybe people that can no longer care for their rats. Wow. Or they move to a location that, or they, you know, have a new partner in life that doesn't want rats in their apartment or homes. Damn. The Rat Cafe will only be open for a limited time this summer, and tickets to have dinner with the rats will cost forty nine ninety nine. <laughs> Fifty bucks. Could you do this? I could not. No way, right? No way. 
Visitors can experience the cafe on July 1st through July 8th this summer, although more dates will open up if it becomes popular. After dining, customers will have 15 minutes to interact with the rats. Hmm. Now, there are a bunch of places near where we work that are rat cafes. They just don't advertise. Right. They're just running around, specifically at 3 a.m. At 3 a.m. They're all over the place. There are rats everywhere, which means they're getting into... I guess if you have a business in New York City or any large city, and you are a food business of any kind, and you're the first guy in in the morning, I would assume at all times I'm going to see a rat. But see, I would think that... The rats hear you coming, just like outside, they scurry oh, away. scurries. I would think as soon as you start fiddling around with the door, they're gone. That's true. In fact, good point. I, if I was the first guy in in the morning at a restaurant, I would make so much noise coming in, hoping to have them scurry away. Right. But where do they scurry to indoors? In the walls? Yeah. Under appliances? I mean, I know when we had the field mice in the house, yeah. we heard them in the walls. You hear like the... Oh. Scratching. Like, what the hell is that? Yeah. And then we finally called the exterminator. They came and they took care of it. And what are they doing when they're, they're scratching? They're running what? through the walls. <laughs> I have no idea. I can't get in the walls. I don't know. How they're do in they between the, the two by fours. Do they do a classic Tom and Jerry style where there's like a hole in the wall and they just go in it? I do know this. Like, Last why didn't Tom time... and Jerry, why didn't the, whoever owned that home patch that hole up? Well, that's what the exterminators did at my house. After they cleared the way, they took all this like copper wire and any any little crease or anything that they saw they closed it up with the copper so, wire yeah i had a couple of spots that they had to take care of i also heard and i did this i may have told you this before that uh i read somewhere that if you have like for me under my sink where the pipes come in yeah. they broke too much wall so that the pipe is there but there's a hole because there's of a it. hole because yeah. of it so they said ball up tinfoil and put it in that's, there. That's essentially what they did with my yeah. house, too. Same exact thing. And I think that works. Uh, it does, until they push it through. The rats? Yeah, well, they get like the four mice. of we them don't... get together. They get on each other's backs, and they start, push! We don't have rats. Push! We have field mice. As field mice. Yes, field not, mice. rats are disgusting. Rats yeah. are a completely different rodent. Yeah, I'm not a big rodent fan at all, so even a field mouse is not for me. Field, I, Me neither, but I could see if you had a field mouse and you put it in a cage and you kept it as a pet, I could see that. Be adorable. Not the rat. I'm sorry. The rat is just brutal. Right. No good. No good on the rat. No good on the rat. You ever listen to the rat when you're down the shore now? Uh, I, I I gotta say, I, I don't just because I don't really... Listen to the radio. Yeah. You're, I mean, all off your phone or satellite. No, no, no. I, I, I listen to... Dave Ramsey. Sports talk, talk. Sports talk. That I'll listen to on the regular radio. Right. Or I'm on the satellite music. Right. Or the Dave Ramsey uh, financial talk. Still doing that. I love And it. Howard Stern. That's great. And always Howard Stern. Of always course. Howard Stern. How much longer has he got, you think? Well, he signed a five-year deal. Uh, he said, I think he said the other day he's got three more years and he's going to retire. Oh, so that he's got his plan. Yeah. Do you imagine the day he walks out the final time? Like, that's got to just be, like, I understand why Imus is still going. Right. I really do. Like, what are you when, you know, you are who you are. I get that. Right. But you walk out for the final time, and it's like, like, that's it. Like, the last 50 years, you've had something to do every day, and it was popular, and it was from 6, now it's 6 to 9 for Imus. Stern is basically one day a week for, you know, once a month uh, when he's on. Right. But you had this platform to talk to people and goof around and have fun and laugh and do dumb stories. And all of a sudden you leave and it's like, wow, 
Like, that's the end of the Howard Stern show. Like, right. the next thing is death. Yes. Brutal. Yeah, I was thinking of this the other day when I was listening to him driving home, and I and I thought, I have been listening to Howard Stern, and I actually listened going in at 2.30 in the morning. I said, I've been listening to Howard Stern going to or from work for legitimately 30 years. Yes. It was 1987 when I found that and what show. We, when he's done. I was in high school. Right, and when he's done, you're going to, kind of the, the, the conversation we had the other day when I mentioned Jeter, for yes. me, the starting and the finishing of Jeter is just weird. For you, you're gonna be you're gonna be depressed, right? Like they were making fun of Gary the other day for his big teeth again. I said he's been doing this, making fun of Gary's teeth for thirty years. Well, Susan's been making uh, Craig's been making fun of Susan for ten years. Yeah, and that's gonna continue. It works. Yeah, but it's crazy just to think of it. Like I was a high school kid riding to senior year of high school, and you're forty seven, and, and you still find it funny, and I'm still listening to the same thing. Yeah. It's just weird, man. Life is weird. Weird, wild stuff, Jerry. Mm. Well, the warm-up show is next, and so that was finished. not weird. Where are we going to go for the next segment? You want to go into Joe and, Joe and Evan's no, studio done. and kick them out? We've recorded this already this morning. All right, so we're done. The warm-up show is next. It was pretty terrific. Have a great, me. what's today, Tuesday? Tuesday, Jerry. Have a lovely Tuesday. So It's the Boomer and Carton warm-up show with Alan Jerry. It's just like Boomer and Carton without Boomer or Carton. Good luck with that. And good Tuesday morning, Al. This portion brought to you by Indeed.com. What is up? Oh, hi, Jerry. So Yankees win last night, and I think that's where we'll start. But before we do, I have a, a serious question for you in terms of the back pages of one of the newspapers that I, I simply don't understand. You agree with me the Yankees have to be the lead story today, right? Yes. Why in the hell is Noah Syndergaard not knowing when he's going to pitch again in terms of, you know, when he'll be back from the injury? How is that a lead story when the guy's on the 60-day DL and says in the story that he is progressing quite nicely, but he's not exactly sure when he'll be back? I guess because the Daily News feels like they had an exclusive there. But what is the exclusive? Is he supposed to come out and say, I'll be back August 13th? Yeah, I don't know. What's the answer? I'm with you. I would either go uh, Yankees. Or the return of Matt Harvey. But I th- fair, I think it's got to be the Yankees. I think so. After last night, what they're doing, and we can start there because they move on. Uh, we can start there because this team, you never feel like they're out of a game. It really is amazing. We had uh, the stats Sunday when they won in Tampa about, I forget who it was. I know yeah, maybe it was Judge and Holiday. They were 0 for 12 with 10 strikeouts or something like that. You know, last night, Gary Sanchez, Starlin Castro, and Chase Headley were a combined, and I think Judge in there too, a combined 0 for 13, and they still find a way to not only beat the Royals, but they beat Jason Vargas, who before he basically faced the Yankees last week, was on fire. Vargas. Vargas, damn it. <laughs> and somewhat embarrassing too, the beginning of that game, Joe Girardi cleaned off home plate. You didn't like that? It was a little embarrassing, I he thought, was for Joe Girardi. Well, I, I guess the umpire said you, you don't want to make a better example, and there were kids out there, so... Oh, he, he did it for the children. He did it for the children, and he had a laugh with it afterwards. He cleaned so. the home plate before the start of the game because uh, the other this past weekend he was kicking dirt on home plate. Correct, which was, did you see it? It was I did. awesome. I, I thought that was fantastic. And you know what the best part of that was? That I don't know if people noticed or not. The, that home plate umpire was such a jackass that he refused to clean home plate that day. Well, I'm with the ump on that one. Oh, you not. threw all the dirt on it. He was wrong in what he did in throwing out. Uh, both guys. It was. I thought it was awful. Larry Rothschild and then Girardi. He threw him out for no reason. I do like when I see men behaving like children because that's how I behave when I get frustrated and angry. Sure. sure. I've been angry and jumped up and down. 
As a well, 47-year-old gentleman. I know Eddie and I have the running bet. It's the over-under of 30 minutes before you fly off the handle in the in the control room. At a call or something, screening a yes, call. Yes, every morning. Something, is it, yeah. Is it That's before fair. or after Craig introduces me? Um, the first segment. I would say it doesn't happen in the first uh, right. 40 minutes. Which is why I usually lose. It probably happens at the end of your first update when we're not going to the break. Right. That's so probably when I start losing fully understand it. what it's like for an adult yes, to act like a child. I do. The kicking of dirt, the picking up bases and throwing them. I'm all for all of those <laughs> things. You've never done it in a softball game, though. Uh, no, because I'm amongst other much larger men than me, so I don't <laughs> I behave that way. Eddie's very docile, so I can scream and yell in there. And he just smiles. Yeah, he just looks and laughs. It. Are those uh, jackasses? <laughs> That's right. And now, then, did, did you like this? Because I thought yes. this was pretty awesome. I was I was actually on my way home last night from somewhere, and I heard this on the radio, and I thought it was pretty cool. And when I saw it, it was actually even cooler. There is a wooden structure that is called the judges' chambers. <laughs> and now that's in right field at Yankee Stadium. And they have, what is it, 12 or 18? 18, I think it's 18 fans. 18 seats in the judges' chambers that looks like a fake wood paneling they have. Uh, people there will uh, wear a robe, a judge's robe. I'm a hotel robe guy if there's going to be sexy time. <laughs> I don't think there's going to be sexy time. I like Eddie. to unveil myself in a robe. <laughs> I would love to sit out there in a robe. There's going to be sexy time. <laughs> just me in a robe. Well, out. you and your girlfriend, if there's going to be sexy time. Well, out there in the outfield, just me in a nice robe, Jerry, with a fake foam gavel. Now, you got to wear the black robe, though. You can't yes. wear your hotel robe that right. you like to unveil oh. yourself from. This is a Yankee robe. You're okay with that that looks like you're in the judges chambers now i know because i was watching the game then when i got home and they were doing that on yes as well and they were discussing how i guess it's 18 random fans get selected or maybe nine and and whoever they're with randos it's yeah kind of cool yeah you know i think a, a couple a group of yankee fans i was seeing them this season uh they would show up to the yankee games in the robes and they would they would have signs that say the judges' chambers. I think it was their idea, which the Yankees then just took and said, we're going to make this a section. I think it's tremendous. Not really the Yankee way. It's not, but you know what? They're evolving. I think it's great. It's kind of, you know, if you don't like guys with the bat flips and all the gestures, you know, the, the old-timers don't like that or the baseball purists don't like that, whatever. That's where we're at. I think the Yankees are adapting. They're having fun with it. I think it's awesome. I would love to sit out there because you're 100% getting on television. Yeah, every game. Every game. Judge is going to flip you some easy-to-catch balls. Perhaps, right? yes. Flip you ones easy. Not line drives. Smoking right. line drives off a major leaguer's bat. Well, the question is now, this puts a little pressure on Judge. He's got to keep performing, doesn't he? Yes. Because if he winds up hitting 210, who cares about the Judge Chambers? Do other Yankees have nicknames where we could just start doing different sections well, of the field? a reporter asking Joe Girardi, because Brett Gardner had another home run last night. He hit the home run in Tampa, so a reporter asked him if Brett Gardner should have his own oh, section. Right. <laughs> <laughs> He's had a big cheering section uh, section for a long time, so I, I don't know. Would you make him Gardner's? Or I don't know. Perfect. I, mean, I would love that. Just a whole bunch of people in the overalls. And what? Holding hose? <laughs> yeah. Back hose. <laughs> and rakes. Hoses, rakes. I don't think weeding so. Weeding stuff. I think weeding the clippers. chambers. Bro, that's what we want to do. We're not allowed to bring in our keychain into a stadium, but you want to give fans right, hedge clippers enough. and rakes. I don't not think a great so. idea. Probably not a good idea. But uh, So that was kind of fun. The Yankees won a game again. And the Orioles, 
Here's another thing. I don't ever want to hear about, you know, teams tired making cross-country trips or they got to play a coach. The Twins played a doubleheader yesterday, flew to Baltimore. They're down early, and they only wound up beating the Orioles. They beat them 14-7. So that whole argument goes out the window. So the Yankees now with a game-and-a-half lead atop the AL East, which brings us to the Mets, who are not a game-and-a-half up. They're still at seven-and-a-half out behind the Nationals after the off day. Now, I think the Mets, uh, Craig will mock the Mets for everything they do. But I think they handled this Matt Harvey suspension and when to start him perfectly. He's had two starts on the road. I'm a big Met fan, Jerry. I wouldn't boo him now when he you, comes out. Why would you? I'm over it. Right. Move on. So maybe I'll boo him if he gets, you know, the third inning. They're yanking him out of there. But, but that's performance-based. That's right. okay. His initial introduction tonight, I do think he'll be cheered, and I think the Mets handled that perfectly. I happen to agree with you. The problem is how many people will be there to cheer him on. You know what they say, Jerry? Time heals all wounds. <laughs> time does heal all wounds. I I, I get that. And um, they I guess, gave us enough time. What do you think in terms of, now, I like, I'm like i not a Met fan, but my kids like the Mets, so I watch them all the time. When we get that opening shot of Gary, and whether it's Ron or Keith or all three, whoever is on assignment for this game, What's the over-under on empty sections at City Field for Jolish Chassin? And could you right now, I'm not putting you on the spot. I think this would be most fans. Could you name me three Padres right now? A Padre other than Chassin who's uh, pitching? Chassin. Chassin. Oh, I couldn't <laughs> even do that then, I guess. No, I could not. Well, Will Myers you could get. Not really. Oh. <laughs> Ryan Schimpf. I could give you historically great Padres. I didn't ask for that. Dave Winfield. Remember when the Yankees used to send guys to the Padres? It'd be like Dave Winfield, Craig Nettles. Well, Dave Winfield came from the Padres. Oh, he came from there. <laughs> he didn't go to the Padres. I'm going to check my notes. I'm not sure you're right there. Craig well, yes. Nettles went there. Goose Gossage was there. Uh, fine. But the point is, this is not exactly uh, the 27 Yankees coming to City Field tonight. That is going to be an empty ballpark. So you're not saying you're saying, Jerry, that the Padres don't have a national presence of uh, fans. Aside from no. By the way, uh, how how are there no. all Angels fans at the Met games this weekend? I think you've got a lot of Mike Trout fans and a lot of Albert Pujols fans. And Pujols didn't play all weekend, but I think Trout. And keep in mind, Trout's from. We keep saying local kid. He's from South Jersey by Philadelphia, Millville. He's right. He's more of matter of fact. When he made his Angel his his uh, debut in Philly as an Angel, first time he was down there, they had sections that were sold out from his town. And I only noticed. I watched a profile on him about three weeks ago sure on MLB did. Network. Yeah, it was pretty cool. That is where he's really from. He's not from here. But there's a lot of Mike Trout fans. I actually talked to a friend of mine whose son is such a Mike Trout fan. They went to one of the games this weekend and specifically sat in center field just so they could watch him play. So I don't know. Maybe that's the answer. I'm not sure. Jerry, who would win in a fist fight? The seven line versus the judges chambers? Well, considering the seven line has hundreds of fans that pack in the sections as opposed to 18 kids or adults, I'll take the seven line. But they have uh, the the adults in the judges chambers. They have foam gavels. They have gavels. And robes. Right. I'm a hotel robe guy <laughs> if there's going to be sexy time. By the way, that will never get old. This portion brought to you by... Dear Diary. There's going to be sexy time. <laughs> <laughs> this portion brought to you by Indeed.com. How would, in what context did you ever do Dear Diary? I, I, I don't know. Right. Probably one of the dopey podcasts somebody kept a diary. Oh, no, when Derek Jeter said he journaled this <laughs> past season, he kept a diary. Are you hiring during the over 3 million businesses that use Indeed.com for hiring? Post your next job opening on the world's number one job site, Indeed.com. More to do, including... 
The guys, Boomer and Carton at 6 on the fan. It's the Boomer and Carton warm-up show with Alan Jerry. It's the shortest show on WFAN. Right, welcome back. This portion brought to you by CC's. Yankees win again, beat the Royals 4-2. And, yes, the Warriors just swept their way through the, uh, well, the Western Conference. They're into the NBA Finals. This portion brought to you by CC's. Only at CC's. Enjoy the $5 and change unlimited buffet. All your favorite pizza, pasta, salad, and dessert. All for one great price. CC's. Prices may vary. One quick one that's finally on the show sheet today, Al uh, Beckham is, uh, well, not at the optional workouts, the OTAs. But if they're voluntary, do you care that he's not there, Jerry? I don't, but I could see people being annoyed by it. Did I'd hear, be annoyed by it. Did you hear about it. David Beckham trying to put an MLS team down in Miami? It's the WFAN no. Boomer and Carton Memorial.